Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Come in. Oh my god. Oh my god, it's Colby. You have a nasty habit of surviving. Well, you know what they say about the fittest? Persons Radio has returned to the airwaves once again here on Radio Free Brooklyn. And I am your host, Colby Smith. This, of course, being the only show where you, the listener, are guaranteed. Guaranteed, I say, to be cooler than the host. Our number, 904-351-0729. That's 904-351-0729. This is a call-in program. I encourage you to do so at the number 904-351-0729. Young Persons Radio is the first live show of the day here on Radio Free Brooklyn. We will be followed at 11 a.m., as we always are, by Points of Order, the great sports talk show, which is then followed at noon by The Stroll Show, where they interview local bands, uh, and they are followed at 1 p.m. by Objection to the Rule, which is Radio Free Brooklyn's answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. So we have all your bases covered, so do not touch that dial today. Now, my guest today is a comedian and writer whose sketch shows have run over and over and over again at the upright citizens brigade theater where he also wrote on two house sketch teams and he can now be be seen performing stand-up and characters all across these five boroughs including at much more's on monday november 13th as one of the hosts of the only comedy show only comedy show he also has an album coming out called King of Fall, to be released on Tuesday, November 7th, which we will hear something from a little later on. Please welcome, here to after, referred to as JZT, Mr. John Zachary Townsend. How are you, John? I'm great, Colby. How are you? I'm so excited. I'm well. I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, it's this is the coolest setup I've ever seen. I'm so inspired. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I'm so proud of myself for being early and yeah. on time. You were on time. You had enough time to get a coffee. Oh, I've got two coffees. How comfortable do you feel right now? Uh, I feel very comfortable. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I can't really see you. There's um, Mike stands in the way, but I feel you. You know, it's not a perfect setup <laughs> that we got here uh radio should never be perfect radio is an imperfect medium yeah for the imperfect world we live in yeah and yet the sound quality oh baby it's crisp it's crisp (laughs) like the fall leaves that are starting to come out it certainly is now john what's up you well where should we start there so you got you got so much going on we could talk about yes uh from good to bad to beautiful to ugly that's right there's stuff you don't even know about yeah it's true yeah (laughs) How are you liking this uh, 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 this balmy uh, beach weather we've got going on here in the I middle of October? I'm, I'm digging. You know, about a month ago, I went to Maine for the first time oh, very for nice. a UCBW wedding. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, do you, have you ever been to UCBW or Cage Match at UCB? I've been to a Cage Match at UCB, which is uh, they have two, for those of you who don't know, they have two improv teams compete against each other. And in between the two sets, there is a what they call UCBW, which is like a fake wrestling. Fake wrestling. Bit. It is largely designed to give people permission to go to the bar and drink more. Uh, I was going to say, it's everyone's favorite part of the show. Yeah, it's five minutes <laughs> to unapologetically use the bathroom, miss nothing. <laughs> Uh, and then about 10% of the crowd is diehard and obsessed and yeah. is following the storylines of these fictional wrestlers. Okay, so there are, it's, it's, I, I've, uh, it's Cage Match is not a show I go to often. So, uh, uh, there are, it's mapped onto professional wrestling where there are ongoing storylines for these characters. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. And like, only, no one follows it, but like, so, so the guy whose wedding I went to, Fish Dicks, uh, okay. he's from Maine. His character is a fisherman. Who sure. is that was the top guy for like three years and then he turned evil. Oh my god. An evil fisherman brainwashed him, so he became <laughs> bad. They eventually fought each other, and that evil fisherman loved Phil Collins. Were you a uh, uh were you a wrestling fan uh growing up? I was. I so in third I was a little nerdy boy who loved Pokemon and I wore like uh corduroy pants and like button-up shirts for sure and then in the end of third grade i missed the class photo day so they did a makeup day uh-huh. and i was sitting next to a girl a, a little girl who looked like claire danes yeah who i didn't have a crush on yet but like i i recognized was cute you know wait claire danes or the uh, claire danes and this girl okay, cool. who i Both. believe is named lily and so i like i'm somehow wearing my only cool shirt uh-huh. i think she goes oh thank god you don't look like a nerd today Whoa. and it, it devastates me yeah. and i like crying inside yeah this is a rough year um you, <laughs> um but um then i make a conscious choice over the summer it's like i'm done being a nerd i will do what i'm gonna study up this summer all the cool kids wear quicksilver shirts till they shop at tilly's yeah and they watch wrestling i will do that all the cool kids watch wrestling all the cool kids you heard it here first folks Cool kids like in 1997, the coolest kids watched wrestling or 99, I'd say. We have our first caller on the line. Oh, great. Call- Already, JZT. All right. Let's talk to them. Caller, welcome to the program. We're on the air with uh, with your host, Colby Smith, and the guest, JZT. Please be my caller. Caller. Mom, dad. Caller. Caller. Your phone's on mute if you're trying to talk. Hey. Hey. Hey, wow. won't you talk to us? We want to talk to you about the muse. I'm gonna leave this person on the air. All right, <laughs> and, and we're just to see what happens. Yeah, you can pipe in. So I got into wrestling, and then I was cool, mm-hmm. and I had my, all the douchiest, coolest friends. And then I rock bottomed my brother in our living room and nearly broke his back. Oh, oh, God! <laughs> Not like intention maliciously. He's like, "Hey, let's wrestle." Like being a younger brother, trying to be like, "We'll have fun together." Uh huh. And he cried, and they're like. This is bad. You're banned. <laughs> you can't watch this. So. You're banned from wrestling. My parents were like, you can't stop. Very early in your career, you were banned. Banned. I was banned from day one, baby. <laughs> no one wanted No one wanted JZT, but he never gave up. What is... Uh, so I, I have been to a wrestling event rec- last year. Uh, I, I, I think... I want to say it was WWE Raw. Oh, cool. Was at, that the, the Barclays? Barclays yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. And How it did, was, you, did you have a friend have an extra ticket or? Yeah, yeah. Nice. And uh, uh, it was so long. <laughs> yes. Oh. It went on for like three plus hours. Because it's a live TV taping yeah. and they cram 
like Raw is a three hour show, and then oftentimes they're recording also Superstars, which is an hour long. And, yeah. And I mean, you get your money's worth if that's <laughs> meaningful to you. But, yeah. Uh, I would recommend there's like independent wrestling shows. I've heard about infinitely this. more fun. Yeah. Because also the thing is like even like I've realized like oh I don't want to go to like the the pay per views of WWE. They're performing for the cameras. Like uh-huh. the audience, you're just a studio audience. But at independent shows, they're performing for the live crowd. Like yeah. they sell the DVDs later, but no one really. They're performing for the audience. Yeah. And like you really feel it's smaller, more intimate. It's See, so I think I would like that more because so much of the WWE Raw I saw was just passed in silence. Because yeah. it's like you can't hear the announcers or anything when yeah. you're there. A couple I've been to, it's like, do they even. Can they just? Ex- they need a host to be like, "Hey, this is what's happening, guys. We're at commercial now." Yeah. Instead of just like, "Here's some more commercials for DVDs you can buy." Yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy, and um, it's also just like the quality. It's it's a weekly show, so like, the quality is up and down, hit yeah. or miss. And um, but yeah, the indie shows are so fun, and uh, Chikara especially is you would love. Okay. It's based out of Philly, and it's very comic booky. Uh-huh. Like the the head of the organization Mike Quackenbush is the nerdiest guy <laughs> but he's t- I've, I've helped out on some shows through like doing crew stuff you know because oh, cool. they always need help just like comedy shows <laughs> just like everything sure. yeah uh, and the way he talks to the wrestlers is the most inspiring shit I've ever heard like he kind of sounds like Drew Johnson oh really he like rally the troops with like it's like we have a choice <laughs> of telling stories for good or for bad I believe we could be good and like every match is like Mike and Colt this is the match that people tune in. They go, I'm going to keep watching. This is good wrestling. Wow. Larry, you're the fourth match because no one knows who you are. If we put you up early, no one's going to pay attention. They're just waiting for Zack Sabre Jr. But up fourth, they've seen what they want to see. Yeah. Now they're ready for you. That is that You is will turn so, them. It's like, that's so Mike, great. you're a genius, insane genius of wrestling. Yeah. And like he's written books and comic books. And who is this? What's his, Mike? his name is Mike Quackenbush. Quackenbush. This f- There's no way that's not a character. Name. He's like the skinniest <laughs> guy with glasses, the nerd who is like a wrestling <laughs> fiend and like master. Of, he's just incredible. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's yeah. like also the nicest guy. And he's come to UCBW and um, some UCB shows. He's like, I'd love to pick some brains. And like Charlie Todd runs ish yeah. cage match. He's like, I'd love to ask him questions about improv everywhere and how to grow a YouTube audience. <laughs> it's like, sure, Mike, if that's what gets you out here. To- <laughs> it's the funniest it's so funny when you realize, like, so many people you look up to are jealous of other people or just, like, have no idea how to break into a certain market. Yeah. And are like, oh, how the hell do I do that? It's like, kind of unsettling. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, oh, this never goes away. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also like you realize, oh, the easiest way to make any, like, getting into music I've been lately. And yeah. it's like, oh, everyone in music that I know is kind of frustrated and burnt out. Uh-huh. They think comedy's cool, you know? Do you, yeah, do you... Well, see, that that sounds insane to me. Yeah. That, that musicians think comedy is cool. It's a yeah. thing I keep hearing about but have yet to I think their frustration personally. is just that, like, it, 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 comedy can be a solo medium, mm. and you're just on your own, and so much of being in a band is relying on unreliable people. Yeah. From the bookers to your, uh, your band to totally. fans. It's yeah. just like, oh, we have to... Oh, this show is canceled because the drummer forgot to request off work. Yeah, yeah. And he gets fired in a week anyway. It's just like, there's so much. They're like, oh, oh so yeah. frustrated. Or they're like, a, you guys can do like six shows a week? That's amazing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. If we do one show a month, maybe we can draw an audience. Speaking of uh, a lot of shows a week, mm-hmm. we, have a, we have a superstar guest <gasps> on the line right Ooh, now. Baby. This guy, 
has uh, where where do I even begin with him? He he's he's hosted a show at the Creek in the Cave called the Death Comedy Jam for uh, almost nine years, I think. Justin, right? That is correct. So this is uh, this is his album. Mostly woke is out next week, October twentieth. Uh, Justin Williams, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm good. I'm recovering. I'm mostly I'm mostly awoke. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> so you're uh uh we were talking wrestling uh, just now. I know you are a uh, you're a big fan or were. I'm a huge wrestling fan. Yeah. Um I, I like how wrestling has evolved. Wrestling has become woke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, you're no longer <laughs> You're no longer necessarily a bad guy just because you come from a different country. So that's something that. Oh yeah. I mean, Sami Zayn <laughs> was like that's evolved. Sorry to interrupt you, Justin. No, you, you're good. You're, you're good. Uh, we're all we're all chatting here. <laughs> uh, Sami Zayn, who's a Syrian wrestler from Canada, just turned bad, but it's only because oh. he refused to cheat. Oh, I see. Okay. And he's like, so um, he is bad, yet he is good. He's like, you know what? Being a good guy has got me nowhere. I'm ready to cash in. I'm wow. done. Yeah, my favorite was when they had the uh, the Tea Party bad guy, and it was actual bad guy. It was a good moment for America because they were actually booing the sort of anti-immigrant uh, guy, and uh, and I like even at WrestleMania, like uh, he's like, I come to New York City. You know, he had like a spokesman. He's like, I come to New York City. I don't even recognize all these languages and the the Jews. So anyway, they were booing that guy for like years, and then they got rid of the character and uh, just made it president. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Justin, your album, Mostly Woke, comes out next week. Uh, I got to see the the recording show at the the duplex in the West Village, and this was such a blast. It was such a great, I cannot wait to hear the show again. Yeah, thank you for coming. It's a fun night. You know, I've been doing comedy for like nine years, so I really waited to, to craft something that I think will be very enjoyable. And I've been very happy with the pre-order sales. Like, uh, so I was, in, I've been anywhere from in the top twenty-five, from like number twenty-five to one. Yeah. <laughs> on Amazon, which has been interesting. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, it's, it's it's like it's like weird for a while. At, at its peak, for one day, I outsold Jay Z and Macklemore. <laughs> it, it, it went to n- number thirty overall on Amazon. <laughs> so that was, was that good. was that for like a, a one hour period? <laughs> it was for like it was like a solid ten hours. Oh, that's like, fantastic! You know, I'm, like, I'm like interested in what's going. Yeah, you know, I'm like, well, what's going on? Because Amazon actually updates its sales list hourly. Oh wow. So I think, uh, yeah, I think, I mean, I, I'm very happy with the product. I'm glad that people seem to be, uh, you know, it seems to be like well-received and, uh, for a release for someone in my career, I couldn't hope for anything, uh, uh, better than this. So, and I'm, I'm excited for people to hear it. I put my best foot forward out there, you know? Yeah. I mean, you say, I would, I would never cheat. I would never cheat the people that have waited nine years yes. for that Justin Moore. <laughs> yeah. I've been waiting. I mean, is there is there a part of you that wishes you had had done it sooner? Nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, it takes a while to build. It. <laughs> no, it takes a while to really build a fan base and and you know and 
you know, and all of those things. So I think this is the right time because it will actually sell <laughs> to right. some degree. Yeah. Um, so, that, that, yeah, yeah I, I, you know, I don't want to do the thing where I record, like, something great and nobody actually hears it. Yeah. So, this this is the time, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. It also, I, it, I was on CISO. Really? The great CISO. Yeah. R.I.P., though, right? Yeah. Yeah, R.I.P. CISO. Um, <laughs> CISO, the annoyance leader of streaming think, sites. Was, Sorry, Justin. Sorry. It was definitely time for me to record an album because uh, with all the networks that you're on go under. Right. <laughs> you were. Uh, what's the show that you you were on? Laughs on Fox, right? I've heard you talk yeah, about this like, repeatedly. Like yeah. Seasons. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was a great thing. It's kind of it was the model of like premium blend. Yes. Uh, it might still be coming back. I, I'm not sure if it is. But it's like, oh, really? Are they going to bring? They're going to bring laughs back. Blend, but on network television. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is what is uh, the um, deal with uh, uh, Comedy Central's like stand up model? I feel like it's been going through a lot of. It's. I changes. think consistently, it's like just record the shit and we'll figure it out in ten years. <laughs> yeah. Like book them now and then, you know, <laughs> who gives a shit? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or there was like comedy central. Yeah, it's prison. not. It's not. It's, it's not optimal. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, they air some of the specials a little late at night for a premiere. Yeah, <laughs> like we're gonna really launch this artist by showing their thing up one a.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, it was like. Well, it was this. Like this is just a couple of weeks ago. Joe Firestone's got her her yeah, comedy central presents. half hour, and uh, I saw the ad for it. It was like premiering at twelve thirty a.m. Saturday, yeah. and it's like. All right, I'll 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 look at it on the app, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I've watched it. It's a great <laughs> yeah. special. Buddy. It's very good. I mean, it's she's uh, uh, terrific. Yeah. She's she's great. She's wonderful. She's wonderful. Yeah, it's like, come on, let's boot it up. Uh, let's get it a little closer than 12.30 a.m., though. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't know what they're... Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know anything about TV. I don't know who watches TV. Uh, uh, I do know that 12.30, around that time, that's when I was on last on Fox. So... <laughs> So it can't be all bad. And I don't know. Well, you know, I mean, I, lo- I you know, I love that show. I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure if we were crushing it in the race. <laughs> I don't know. Now, Justin, you <laughs> twelve thirty on a Saturday. I mentioned at the top that you've done a show at the Creek of the K for almost nine years. Does that does that kind of feel like your place at this point, the Creek? I'm still very intimidated no, by it. No. no, it's the exact opposite. <laughs> the fact that I've been doing comedy nine years. Makes me feel like an alien in that place. <laughs> very much, it's this, it's this new stream of up and coming talent, uh-huh. and it's just like I just sort of look around now. Like, there's like all these like there's like all these thirsty kids <laughs> sure. getting to do their first open mic. Yeah, you know, their first like, open oh, mic, okay. getting out at two in the morning. <laughs> I yeah, and they're asking me. Yeah, they're like asking me where to sign up. They're like, you know, <laughs> hey dude, where do you sign up? And I'm like, oh, this is a this is the show. You should just tell like, them uh, where, like, a, the wrong, like, like go outside, <laughs> walk 10 blocks down to the G train. Um, it's a free open mic, but if you, you have to buy me a coffee first. That's <laughs> right, sweet, yeah, man. it's right next door, yeah. So, great, you're on, you get two minutes. <laughs> yeah, even the bartender's there, like, it's like, you know, it's just crazy, it's so great when, like, you know, like, the old grizzled veterans, like, yourself still come here. Oh, my God. <laughs> grizzled veterans. Oh, my God. 34. But that's the kind <laughs> of 34 thing. 34 years old. They're like, like they're, they're trying to compliment you. You know what I mean? It's like, it's the, the most, a- it's such an accident. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing. I, I I'm not like Don Rickles or anything. Yeah. It's like Can I tell you the worst you know? <laughs> the worst one of those that I got after a show once? Someone came yeah. up to me after uh, a show I hosted at a Legion in Williamsburg and they said, "Hey, that was a fun little show." <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, "Little." Like, that's classic Williamsburg right there. Like <laughs> yes. I can't fully participate. Like yes. I can't just Say I enjoyed something. I have to show that I'm better than it in some way. Yeah, yeah. It's like I, 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 I get it. Oh yeah. I did the show in Bushwick where there was this older guy heckling the whole time, and the hosts were so mad. But I was like, I'll engage this. This guy's not going to shut up. I have nothing planned. I'll just riff with him. <laughs> and afterwards, he goes, he's like, sorry, I'm like, no, no, I enjoy. I had nothing planned. He goes. You know, I just I, I want to participate because you guys are all amateurs and you don't know what you're doing. So <laughs> you look like you need help. It's like, oh, thank you, sir. Yeah, this fuck isn't fun you. anymore. No, now. fuck you now. Okay, I'm sorry I gave you a platform. We did a show at the uh, at this brewery in in uh, in Bushwick, uh, like deep into Bushwick, and it was like I got in there. There was it was like not set up for perfor- performing at all. There was just like in the corner, you know, where they had like some mic set up and. Uh, um, there was this guy, there was this, it was in the dead of summer, there was this giant fan at the front of the, and it was like one of these like very, it was like a garage door almost, like very open yeah. entrance. And this giant fan like blowing into this thing. This guy was standing back there during the whole show and we came out afterwards and like walked past him to get uh, get a beer at the bar and he goes, you know guys, that was a great show. Uh, my only uh, complaint is you guys gotta project. <laughs> oh. I was like, you're standing next to this industrial sized fan. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, kid. If you want to make it in this business, you got to project. I know you think what you're doing is comedy, but it's still theater. It's a live <laughs> performance medium. It's theater. So go to acting school, you dipshits. <laughs> we, I love, yeah, audience members with input are great, aren't they? Oh, oh the yeah. best. I just love them so much. I always end my shows with, does anyone have any notes that they'd like to approach <laughs> after the show? I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> If you guys just have any thoughts on what I'm doing wrong or why I'm not making it, like, come up to me when I'm the most vulnerable. (laughs) And the advice is you got to project. It's like, you just need to get away. I did a show, uh, I just did a show recently that was in, like, uh, it was in a tough situation. It was, like, it was the classic, like, ambush show where people refused to, you know, like, like, you know, you're just having chicken dinners or something. Oh, God, like. yeah. And then they go, well, now some comedy. Yeah. Um, Horrible. We're talking. And then the mic quit even working. <laughs> oh, no. So I oh, come on. At the people. And, and then I had to yell at the bartender to turn off the TV because it was like Trump said something outrageous on CNN. So everybody's glued to that. <laughs> I'm like, turn that off. I can't compete with crazy president. <laughs> Then they turn it, they change the channel instead of turning off, they change it to the Ultimate Fighting Championship. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, come on. I can't compete with this either. Uh, so that was, a, that, was a good, that was a good show. But oh. people were like, that was very funny. That it was just me yelling <laughs> yeah. live for like three, 10 minutes. Screaming over a TV. Oh, my God. Yeah. Those are less than ideal <laughs> this scenario. Uh, Justin, we gotta, we gotta wrap up the call here in a little bit, but I, I asked this question to every guest, so I'm gonna ask it to you. Uh, what is a movie that you know is bad, but enjoy anyway? Oh, Commando starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Commando! What a great answer. Terrific answer. <laughs> Terrific and Incredible. Incredible. He killed, like, 300 people just in the last <laughs> scene alone. Oof. <laughs> 
and he wittily, he's like, he's like a sociopath because he tells a joke after murdering people. Uh-huh. Like every time, like, uh, he, like they put a guy on the plane with him to make him do something he doesn't want to do. And he elbows the guy next to him, breaks his neck <laughs> and then, uh, puts the hat over his face. And then when the stewardess comes, he goes, please don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Dead tired. That is top notch. You <laughs> you need to make no further case for this movie. <laughs> the Mando's incredible. Uh, he dropped a man off a cliff by his ankle. Oh, oh my god, god. Uh, that's a good one. A lot of great oh. stuff in that film. Did you guys see Dread the remake in like two thousand nine? No, no, I did not. Similar oh, level yeah. of just yeah, needless yeah. violence, no uh, logic. Yeah. Terrific movie. My uh, my Schwarzenegger one is uh, called The Sixth Day, Ooh, and this it's like a uh, it's a it's a later it's a, I think it's like late nineties early two thousands but the whole thing is like he uh, uh, works for this company that starts making clones, and then he gets replaced by a clone. Oh no! And, ha- and then like has to kill his clone in six days. Uh, well, th- it's a reference apparently to uh, w- when God created man uh. on the sixth day. Uh, as is explained by a like uh, very third-rate character actor in like the climactic scene. I got it. I need God to intervene in yeah. order to kill the clones. Yeah. God, are you listening? <laughs> yes. Thank you, God. <laughs> well, Justin, thanks so much for calling in. Uh, the album is mostly woke. It's available next week on October twentieth, thir- uh, rather, uh, and you can pre-order it on Amazon. That's right. Be a part of the movement. We're, we're taking over the world. You look at me, and you look at the names that I'm with. We're with the big boys right now. If the <laughs> album right. goes platinum, I will do whatever you guys want. <laughs> I can't think of a stronger incentive. <laughs> Go check that thing out. Justin, thanks again for calling. We'll talk soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Love you. Have Love a good you. day. See you, dude. What a lovely guy. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> he's the best. He's, he, he does the show, Death Comedy Jam, at the Creek. Oh, on, I think it's the first or second Thursday of the second Thursday of the month uh, at 10 p.m. and it's so good. <laughs> he, I should have brought this up while he was on the air. He once talked for 10 minutes in in between comedians about an obscure Herbie Hancock album, and then used the comedian set to go up and help the tech find it online, <laughs> and then played it for a while. This is I gotta find. I gotta oh, find. Hell yeah. it is. Anyway. Uh, yeah, check out his album. I was there at the show. I can attest to how good it is. Uh, Mostly Woke uh, on uh, Amazon by Justin Williams. I love that. Are we entering that phase where we're like, we're not all woke all the time. We're like, oh, we can admit we're wrong. I think I think we are. That's yeah. th- Thank God, because uh, there's so many people I'm like, oh, you, thanks for being a, a warrior and proponent, but you're an asshole. Right. Yeah. <laughs> by, by the way, I should say 904-351-0729 is the call-in number if you want to join in the fun here. That's... 904-351-0729. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I also, not to interrupt Colby, found yes. out the first caller that said nothing mm-hmm. was my dad. Oh, well, he should call back in. He doesn't want to talk. He just wanted to listen. He did not oh. know how else to listen. <laughs> well, I feel, uh, I feel dumb saying this because the only people who know how to listen will hear it. But RadioFreeBrooklyn.com is the answer. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. There was a he can call back in and do that if he wants. Dad, if you're still listening, I'll you... know which number it was. Oh yeah, yeah. I can see it on the ninety five. 
He's, Don't give it out. Oh, oh, what, oh, what are yeah. you doing? What are you doing? Hey, guys, call my dad. He, 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 he's fun to talk now to. Now they know the area code. It's only a matter of time before they crack the code. <laughs> oh, that JZT always trying to get people to call his dad. Should we play a track from your album? Yeah, that would be lovely. Uh, you, you, what do we want you to say? But it's called The King of Fall. It comes out on November 7th. Yeah, so it's, a, it's like a, in the classic Adam Sandler style. It's half songs, half sketches. Okay. And um, we're just mad dash trying to finish it all up. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be five songs and they're fall themed. They started off kind of as comedy music songs. And then I slowly realized, like, I don't, I'd rather just write songs. Uh-huh. Or, oh, I worked with a great guy, Woody Thomas, who produced everything. We wrote okay. everything together and I just learned how to write songs through it. Kind of, mm. I kind of knew I did like a similar comedy music project two years ago. Okay. It was like a divorced dad character who started a punk band. Oh, yeah. I have that. CD. Yeah. You handed it out at a show. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I, I was yeah, yeah. performing a lot at shows. Yes. And um, uh, like he had a great song about like how do I tell my son or parents are getting divorced, uh-huh. and so it was a lot of fun. And then it kind of hit a wall of like um, just for various reasons, it was like okay, I'd like to do a. It was ba- it was my first intro to being in a band and writing songs. Uh huh. And uh, this was like the idea was like oh fall we could do an album about that, and then slowly like a lot of the comedy stuff fell away. It's like oh this is just fun and exciting and uh-huh. a new endeavor that gives me life and so um do you want to play there's like a really punk song about fuck boys am i allowed to swear yeah yeah you're good okay there's a song about fuck boys and then there's a happy love song i have you you've sent two you sent yeah. acting like dracula and happened to me yeah which one which Let's one should do we do happen to me happen to me okay here we'll it start comes off sweet here for it the, comes for the pigeon ladies out there this is uh this is john zachary townsend world uh, premiere world premiere from the upcoming album King of Fall, here's Happened to Me. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Don't worry, we wait. That is, if there is a, oh, there we go, right? Yeah. If you're just joining us, that was Happy to Me by uh, uh, my Jay-Z dad. Jay-Z and the Candy Believes. <laughs> Sorry, <didn't remember. laughs> no, of course. 
uh, from the forthcoming album King of Fall, which is out on November seventh. Now, how could people find it? Um, it's going to be on Bandcamp. Uh, where if you search JZT and the Can You Believes, okay, Can You Believes, uh, mm-hmm. it'll come up. Uh, we don't have a song up yet, but but that's we'll where there. to find it on, yeah. on November seventh. Or if you go to my website, JohnZacharyTownsend.com, there'll be a link. Cool. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's been a lovely experience. <laughs> nice. How, what was the process like from uh, beginning to end? Um, it was we. This my friend Woody Thomas had yeah. always been saying like we could record stuff, and I was like, yeah, whatever, sure. Yeah. We, we wrote songs together for this Ellen Murphy project, and mm-hmm. then we just started doing meeting up weekly, and I was like, oh yeah, you actually can record stuff, and it sounds great. And um, yeah, yeah. so I was like, okay, and we kind of set a deadline, like oh, let's do now a release show. I reached out to like. Uh, Silent Barn, Sunnyvale, and somewhere else. Nice. And Sunnyvale was like, "Yeah, how about Tuesday? Oh, November seventh. Like, great. That's far enough away that we can record this thing." And fantastic. Um, yeah. All right. It's yeah. So check uh, check out uh, also in addition to the album, the uh, the release show. On yeah, that, it's that my birthday day. party. Um, oh my god! I also was so inspired. Also known as a hat on a hat. Yeah. <laughs> I had the saddest birthday last year. I was like, I gotta plan ahead this year. Oh my god. Do you want to talk about it? Um, yeah, it was like three days before <laughs> Trump elected, and in my bones, I knew the worst was yet to come. Yeah, yeah. it was like a th- it was like a last minute. Th- I was just very unsocial at the time. Uh-huh. I'd been fired. I'd lost a job. Mm. Sort of life got the better of me. Sure, yeah. So I, I, I picked a place. I honestly was like, "What's the one place my best friend would come?" Uh, Sunshine Laundromat Pinball Arcade. Oh yeah, in Greenpoint. Green yeah, yeah, yeah. On a Thursday night in a neighborhood I don't live in. Very few of my friends do. <laughs> And like six wonderful people came out, but it was like like two yeah. hours in. I was oh. there for like an hour alone. Oh and no! Fesh left an hour after that, <laughs> and it's just the, the worst is like at the end of the night, I get another beer and come back to the table, and there's yeah. this collective sigh of, "Oh, we were all just about to leave." Oh but no! <laughs> we'll wait fifteen minutes for you to finish that beer. Oh my god! It's like oh god, I'm You're so sorry. They're playing pinball alone. Oh yeah, just wishing one girl would come out and. Give me a kiss. <laughs> That's all I want. Caller, you're on the air on Young vs. Radio with me, your host, Colby Smith, and my guest, JZT. Hey, uh, how's it going, guys? Uh, this is uh, Judd Apatow. Hello, Judd. Whoa! Uh, I just, I heard that song, and uh, I think it would be just completely perfect for not only like the model of all of my work, <laughs> but also uh, the specific movie that uh, we're in production for right now, actually. What's, really? Yeah. What's, what's your movie? movie about? Well, it's it's called Fucking Juno Two, <laughs> uh, and it's like, what if uh, Fucking Juno was a boy, right? Yeah. And uh, everyone's like, great, uh, that sells itself, but we need these fucking quirky songs. You know, we need a whole body of quirky songs written by the same person that uh, you think, oh, maybe it's going to be funny, but then it's actually like. Weirdly self-serious and uh, heartwarming. Judd, that sounds like a dream. I'd love to be involved in fucking Juno 2. (laughs) Juno 2, man. Wait, is it fucking Juno 2 or is it Juno 2? No, I think it's... It's it's, it's fucking Juno (laughs) 2. Like, it's the second... It's hard for me to explain. So... No, I think think it's pretty easy. So, what if Juno was a boy? Okay. And so, uh, he... He has like a, a tryst, like not a tryst, but a flirtation with uh, the older Jason Bateman character oh, who is in this one uh, played by Winona Ryder, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. We were going to either Winona Ryder or Susan Sarandon. Oh, or, going uh, uh, an extra generation up. I like it. 
Yeah, we could either go like, because you ever see Juno? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Only with girls that I was trying to You ever, you ever think like, what if that Jason Bateman was like a fucking grandpa? <laughs> right? Just to double up on how uh, gross it is, yeah, you know? Yeah, Because you're watching it and you're kind of like, oh man, they should fuck. Because it's Jason Bateman's still pretty hot, even though he's an old ass man. But if he was a grandpa, you'd be, for me, you'd be like, if he was a grandpa, I'd be like, oh, I get it. This is ethically wrong. Uh, that was a big problem I had with fucking Juno at the first. So I thought about making them a grandma. Also, next on a, re- a recent rewatch of Juno, she does kind of send him signals. He's not totally wrong to be like, oh, this teenager wants to fuck. Like, she's like, well, hold on. All right. She's going to his house a lot. She's like Whoa. listening to records. <laughs> and then the mom, Allison Jane, is like, hey, Juno, you can't do that. You're, he's a married man. You need to leave him alone. Or Yeah. She's like, well, no, we're just friends. Like, oh. Yeah, I mean, how, how, how ignorant is she? You know, she plays, the, she plays that card. But, you know, I think, I think you're right. I think she knows a little bit of what she's doing. Because it's like dangerous. Yeah, no yeah, one's like, dangerous. hey, Judo, you're a child with a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jed, while I have you on the line, uh, I'd love to pitch a uh, movie to you. Uh, it's called The Least Likely Pimp. Okay. It's, uh, it's about me, and I'm uh, just a, a young comedian in Brooklyn, and I'm struggling as a barista to Go make wait, money. I'll stop you right there. Yeah. We do not have any movies about that kind of character archetype. Yeah, young comedian, right? It's a, it's an untapped yeah, market. That would be really cool. I you, you know, know I never about thought about how how it would be cool to have a show about a comedian. That would be really you ever cool. Because like, you see all this comedy, I'm like, I wonder what their like regular lives are like. Yeah, how do they live? I'm sure they have a lot of interesting perspectives. I think the act is stuff. in many ways the least interesting thing about comedians. Oh yeah, the, oh. you know the material that they it, craft and work on. I don't want to. See, I want to see how There's they a whole live. Life around that, yeah. You know what's better? You know how funny they are on stage. I bet they're even funnier just sitting around talking with their friends. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I bet that's really cool. Well, because I think there's the something thing here, is, Judd. guys. The thing is, from there, we could use that as a jumping-off point to be like, what What is it like living in New York City? Yeah. No one really knows about that. You know, the last uh, time anyone made a movie about. Lit what life was like in New York City. It was 1957, and it was the sweet smell of success. Okay, yeah. and uh, I, I for one think it's high time for an update because, like, when I see that movie, that's not the city I know. No, no, no. The city I know is uh, uh, it's uh, glass and steel. It's not brick and stone. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. It's it's lattes. It's fourteen dollar cocktails. It's suits from uh, Charles Turwitt. Mm-hmm. There's a Brooks brother on every corner. There's a, exactly. And next to that, a Radio Shack. <laughs> Listen, kid, that <laughs> movie you're pitching sounds fine, but after you're in fucking Juno too, mm-hmm. uh, that's all anyone's ever going to remember you from. Yeah. It'll be literally ten years later, <laughs> and people will be like, "Oh, that's the guy from fucking Juno too." Juno too, yeah. Uh, Remember that movie? It used all this cool slang. Yeah, yeah. hamburger time. So I, I wouldn't time. dream too big about about moving on to other flicks. For sure. For sure. Well, you remember whenever movie. her water breaks, she goes, uh, "Thundercats are gone." Thundercats are gone. Maybe when I'm like, I'm like born in her, I can be like Sierra Miss Time. She's like, "What?" And then I just jizz on her face. I saw this. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait a second, though. No. I will say. 
that the phrase Sierra Miss Time holds very highly with our target demos. Tight, yeah. I walk out the cool. door and I see these teenagers skateboarding by shouting Sierra Miss Time and I think I gotta crack that market. Yeah, yeah. The so these... here's the deal. Yeah. We're gonna get you and all your uh, your quirky songs. <laughs> uh, you ass. <laughs> sort of like sort of like folky but like nice mm. uh we're gonna get you an NPR showcase. Ooh. We're gonna put, we're gonna put you in this movie. You do and a the tiny plot is basically concert? it's not a sequel. It's called fucking Juno Two, but it's not a sequel. It's just a gender bender swap. <laughs> so yeah. you, it's Sarah Paulson as Jason Bateman's character. Oh, there you uh, go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. I, that was a genuine reaction from me. <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys. Tap? I just want to be on set with you guys. Them. Feel like you're. You guys feel like this is some kind of bit, but it's real, and you're excited about it. It's That's real. right. No, I'm really excited. Um, can Seth Rogen have the cameo as my stepdad? Yeah, he's going to be J.K. Simmons. Tired. Seth Rogen is basically the J.K. Simmons of the coming decade. Oh yeah, and his, okay. his day job is he works at a vape store. I don't. Imagine now Whiplash with Seth Rogen in the J.K. Simmons role. Hey, you want to roller skate? I don't get it, but okay, if it makes you happy. I just really don't want you. Why don't you wear dresses? Girls wear dresses. You're a girl. I don't get it. I'm old and out of touch. Sorry. It's <laughs> not really my tempo, but Colby, what do I know? Colby, I'm going to stop you right there. We are filming Whiplash, fucking Whiplash 2, with <laughs> Seth Rogen. And it's just him yelling at a kid to be better at the violin. Uh, that's look. I I hope I can get into that. I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to be. Uh, you know, I'm going to have to get my ticket months in advance. Well, what what Whiplash taught us is that people will pay a lot of money and give a lot of Oscar attention to uh, old men yelling at fucking kids. <laughs> You're absolutely right about that, Judd. Judd. So so anyway, yeah. Uh. I would love to keep talking about this. We got another caller on the line, then I got to start wrapping up the show. Thanks, Judd. Email oh, me at johnzachertownsend at gmail.com. Is this other, no, is I, this other caller going to give you a, a, a rocket ship elevator I mean, to the very top of the A-list? There's no, I'm not turning that down. I'm just saying we, let's talk more about it off the air. We'll have okay, a meeting just, at uh, – we'll go to Russ and Daughters, really hash it out. <laughs> just shoot me an email at, at juddapato at gmail. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's that easy. Great. Okay. Now. <laughs> Thanks, Judd. You're the best. Bye, Judd. Judd Apatow. Man, Judd this Apatow. is the star. So we got Justin wow. Williams and Judd Apatow. That's a that Fucking is top notch. Caller, welcome to the program. You are on with uh, Colby and JZT. That is my beep. Um, oh. It's Marta. Marta, welcome back to the show. <laughs> I'm calling for a correction. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Um. Okay, a show that is about a comedian. Uh huh. It's one of the biggest shows that's out there. It's a big job. It's a big yeah. I know. Seinfeld. Yes, I know that. There are too many of them now. Okay. There, are, there. It's so oh, all, yes. every show is about uh, a stand-up comedian, either in New York or oh, Los Angeles. Oh, okay, that was star, oh, that was <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Yes, I, I was like, wait, what? No. They're, uh, Seinfeld, great. All of the rest of them, bad. <laughs> you, you, oh my god, really? did, Marta, Marta, did you watch Crashing? Oh boy, 
I didn't watch Crashing. No, I don't know what that is. Uh, it's on HBO. It stars this guy, uh, Pete. Uh, what's his name? Pete Holmes. Pete Holmes. Uh, who is, uh, I, I guess, a comedian. Uh, he's a comedian. He's a long <laughs> talker. He's a former Christian. Yeah. A divorced yeah. man. Everything is very meaningful to him. Oh, Martha. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, everything is just very like, and that was that was when I, I had my epiphany that, you know, maybe maybe consciousness is larger than me and my problems. Maybe. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. He's a real snooze. I'll check you that would out. honestly, yeah. You, you, Marta, I'm telling you, you in particular would hate Pete Holmes. You'd hate him so much okay, and, and you would be right. You'd be right. I need to I need to build up my hate. I'll do that. I swear what to about, God, uh, if okay, you call so, in next week and you say I watched all of Crashing and I love it, I will be I'll eat my hat. <laughs> do you like uh do you like uh what's the um Oh, what's her name? She does a show. It's a woman. Whitney? I watched it on Netflix. What? Whitney? What? No, Chelsea. Chelsea uh, Peretti? Chelsea Lately? Oh, no. I can't, I can't think of her name right now. I'll think of it in a minute. Okay. Um, I do like Chelsea okay, Peretti. So, uh, I don't think, I don't. I don't know if I know her. Where is she from? Did she did she do stand up? She's a stand up from She's, Oakland, L.A. She lived in New York for a while. She okay. was on uh, she was on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh yeah, is probably her most visible. Uh, okay, okay. I don't I don't role. know her. Um, she's very funny. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I do like Juno. Juno's good. Oh yeah, uh, yeah Juno. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, what else? Uh, I guess that's it. I, I don't have much more to How do you add. feel about the first Gulf War? What are your takes? Oh, on what are you this? doing? What are you, What is this? Do you think that was a good idea or a bad idea? <laughs> or who came out on top? <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna, we're we're going to go into politics now. Yeah, we're segueing into the politics show, which is coming up yes. on the hour. On 12 yes. or 1? I did like your song though. That was really good. Oh, thank you very much. I'm really it's it's nice that yeah. people listen. People are starting yeah. to listen to me. <laughs> nah, seven nine years into comedy and people are starting to listen to the music I make. <laughs> Martha, did um, you see any got, did you see any concerts this week? Uh did I see any concerts? No, I haven't seen any concerts. I've been doing a lot of uh Bird rescuing this week. Oh. Um, a lot of pigeon situations. Um, no happy endings. It's been bad, oh. bad, bad. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, other than that, other than that, not too much. Oh, and um, just on a side note, I am friends with the moldy peaches. <gasps> Whoa, they're huge. They're, that's, that's great. That's nuts. Kimya's cool. You like them though, right? We do. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially Kimya Dawson. I love her solo albums. Adam yeah, yeah, she's my, she's my good friend. Oh, that's awesome. How did you two meet? Yeah. Uh, we met, mm. uh, uh, let's see, we, um, I don't know if I can even, like, I can't really say because then it gives away too much stuff, but we, we, uh, we are, uh, Man, Marta, I really thought that because JZT doesn't know that you're famously cagey about your music past, <laughs> that you would just humor him and just tell him the story. But you kept it together. <laughs> and I admire, you know what? I respect that. I admire it and I respect it. Yeah, if I, if I release that part of, uh, uh, she's definitely one that, if I stay where I met her, that would be a real 
big giveaway. So I, let me ask. Say, can I just uh, ask you, Marta? Let me ask you this one question, and this is all. Will this is the? We'll stop dead in our tracks on this line of of conversation after this. Yeah. In your best estimation, based on what I know about you, being that your name is Marta, you were in a band that played Conan and other late night shows. And, and that you're from Seattle. Oh, my God. How hard would it be for me to find you to find the answer to this on my own? Mm. Uh, well, I'm really surprised you haven't found out yet, but it's okay. I like it like this. Oh, I like it like um, this, too. I don't want It feels like cheating to do the research. Can I ask you a question, Marta? Not about your music yeah. career, but another potential friend. Are you friends with Kathleen Hanna? No. Oh, have you met <laughs> Kathleen Hanna? No. Okay. She came into my old restaurant. I mean, I, I, I could say I met her, but it was not really. It was like, oh, here she is, you know, kind of uh, doing this thing. But not, no, I don't, I don't know her at all. That's kind of how I met the lead singer of Waxahachie, who's my celebrity crush. Whoa. Through a friend. I, I could have said something. I was like, I'm too intimidated. You're too amazing. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to walk away. <laughs> I don't want to be. Uh, I'm just going to stare at you creepily. I'm going to leave because you're my dream yeah. woman. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It, I mean, it's funny because, like, even with Kenya, who will just text me and we'll talk like we're doing right now. I'm on the roof and we're just chatting. It's kind of weird, um, you know, being that that was a big thing back then, but mm-hmm. it's not really big. It doesn't mean anything now, really. Yeah. I don't That's know. So cool. It's still pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah. So we'll leave, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, I think we should. Martha, thank you so much for calling as usual. And uh, I hope to talk to you next week. Okay. Bye-bye. Martha out. Martha out. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Martha, uh, getting the last laugh on Tim Keck. As always. <laughs> oh, is that Tim Keck? Tim always does, does a Tim out, and now Marta's beating him. <laughs> be- oh, oh I, I think this is him. We have enough time for to take this Great. for a couple uh, minutes. Is that Tim? Hey, Colby. Oh, I <laughs> love it. I love it. What's up, buddy? Oh, man. First, I want to say, Marta, I'm sorry you didn't get a happy ending when you were saving those birds. Oh, no. Uh <laughs> I know uh, a lot of us go out looking for kicks, Ugh. you know, while we're trying to rehab these animals. Ugh. But uh, you know, I did. I do. <laughs> a lot. Listen to what you I said. Agree with her, a though. lot of us go out looking for kicks when we try to rehab these animals. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah <laughs> what are you doing? Hey, that's her world. It's not mine. It's her world. It's not mine. I'm being. I'm not judging her. Okay. I'm not all right. Her for whatever that she's into. You're right. You're right. I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She didn't find that sweet, sweet release she was looking for <laughs> while she was out there saving these animals. I assume she meant that the birds died, Tim. I don't think it's just like she had a bad oh. time. Oh no! I think. <laughs> oh, I was. I thought she meant like you know she's getting like a massage. She rolls over. She she doesn't. Thing where she points a little bit. Oh my god! You know? Get out! Stop! What are you doing? Get out of here, Tim! What this, is a, you... this is a clean show. Anyway, it's <laughs> a classy show. It's a clean. Nothing about this has been clean. <laughs> yeah, you did say the phrase also, "jizz" on her face earlier. Yeah, well, you know, we were talking about Sierra Miss time, and uh, 
You know, recently this woman who dumped me, I was uh, having sex with her, and I said, "Yep," and then I came all over her stomach. (laughs) Afterwards, she said, "Oh, what?" I was confused for half a second, and then I go, "Oh, okay." So you know, "Yep" almost became an inside joke, but then she broke my heart. Oh my god, (laughs) "Yep" would have been a pretty solid one. This is this is getting into art star scene uh, radio territory here. Art star scene is this other uh, toilet mouth show on this. uh, Ooh, oh wow! On this uh, on this radio station, and I think they know. That I mean that in the in the best <laughs> with with great affection. They're the show that's on right before ours. Are they as good as this? No, I mean nobody's as good. So as So at this. nine a.m. they're talking yeah. about fisting. No, and, no, no. Hold on. No one's as good as me. No, yeah, no, yeah, I'm not saying they're better than you, but like at nine a.m. they are talking. I want to say so. So the yeah. show right before you, the show right before you was talking about jizzing on people and going both deep. And- yeah. Situation. They do a segment, and then you just segue into. I'm not as cool as other people. <laughs> yeah, it's you know what? It's a it's a palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah. Tim, people are listening and they're like, "Oh, thank God, a uh, a, a, a a citizen." <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, this man has after voted all, after all that sex. After all that sex talk, I need someone to cuddle with. Someone to cuddle with and tell me about the upcoming local. And elections. here he is, Colby Smith. I'm voting for De Blasio. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, who who do you like in the? Do you like uh, what? Did you like Ed? Al, what was that guy's? Ed Salbanese? What was his name? Solanese? Sully Sullenberg. You're thinking of. <laughs> who was the guy who tried to primary yeah. De Blasio? Sal Albanese. Listen, whoever landed that plane in the Hudson, he's gotten my vote. He can land a pl- he can land a plane. He can land America. <laughs> he can yeah, land America's vote. I only vote for people who have done a heroic action uh, on their own spare time. Like I want a history. Of active heroism before I elect mm-hmm. you into an office, you know. Here, here's, here's. So there's still time for some people. So you know this guy. Done it yet. You know this guy, Bo Deedle. No. He's the independent running for New York mayor Ooh. right now. He is. Uh, this is him talking to Saul Albanese at a mayoral debate earlier this year. Oh my God. That's the politics. I'm the second highest rate. I raised over a million dollars. I'm the debate the Blasio. You'll be sitting in the popcorn. This guy, this is a he thinks he's a major candidate for New York City. But this is like gangs of New York. Yeah, just sitting in this loud room, going, "Shut up! I'll smack you around." There is a woman running. But that's what you got to do. You just go out there every time and you say, listen, I'm the best candidate. I'm the only one who can do this. All the other candidates are terrible. They, they're for, you say you accuse them of something crazy like, hey, they eat babies. And then you're just like, I'm the candidate who does not eat babies. If you Look, vote for me, then you're voting for a baby eater. No one knows that. that over and over again. No one knows that more than me. I just stopped the show dead in its tracks to say no one's better at this than me. No one's better at this than Coley. <laughs> Right, and you just keep saying that over and over again. People and eventually you'll brainwash it. people into thinking that's true. Exactly. Well, Tim, uh, we got to wrap the show up now. Anything you want to say real quick before you go? Uh, real quick, I'll be hitting up the uh, Lower East Side Pickle Day. Uh, if you're in the neighborhood, you want to snack on some dills, hit up your boy. And uh, <laughs> if you need a place to crash, I have a key to my ex-girlfriend's place. She lives nearby. <laughs> no, I never had a key. I wanted one nice. so okay, bad. Nice, okay, we're going to grab buckets of pickles, head over to the ex-girlfriend's <laughs> place. And yeah, yeah, just leave them on her front door. <laughs> All right, Not Tim. Not them bad boys. Tim, yeah. we'll talk soon, buddy. Enjoy the pickles. All right.
Love All the right. pickles. Tim out. Tim out. <laughs> that was lovely. John. Yeah. JZT. Colby, this is the funnest. They, I love this show. I'm going to call in now. Dude, please do. Now that I know please this do. is what it is. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it's uh, it, we more the more the merrier on yeah. the call front. Uh, your album, King of Fall, comes out November seventh. That's yes. a Tuesday, and people can find it on Bandcamp. Bandcamp. It'll be free. You can give me money if you want, and everything else uh, as well on John Zachary Townsend. Is that with an H? Townsend. Yes, J O H N T U W N S E N D. Townsend. Townsend. I'm okay. not related to Pete Townsend. Uh, dot com. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming. Uh, we're gonna play. Uh, we're gonna play a little. Elton John on the way out. Ooh, here. baby. This is from the Don't Shoot Me album. This is Have Mercy on the Criminal. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been Young Persons Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Stick around for points of order. They will be coming up in mere moments. See you next time. I love them. Me too.